0: to this badass life podcast where I talk about all things wellness to support you in living your best most badass life. No topic is off the table here. Nutrition, fitness, financial health, healthy relationships, mental health. We talk about it all. This is the self-development podcast you've been looking for. I have devoted the last 10 years of my life to self-improvement and studying what makes us tick, how we can level up to live leaner, stronger, happier, and healthier lives. I'm a fitness professional, a mental health advocate, a business owner, a dog mom, a stepmom, a badass yogi, and a real and flawed human being. My goal is to share what I've learned through my journey of self-improvement and speak to the people who need to hear it. It is time to level up, my badass friends. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Hello and howdy to my two listeners. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Um, But really... Um. Hi, how are you? I hope that you're doing great and I know that there's more than two of you and I am eternally grateful for all of you who are listening and also especially for the people who give me any kind of feedback because the whole point of this podcast really was for me to just share my excitement for life and for self-development and you know, talk about all of these things that I'm trying to do to make my life better, to live happier and healthier. And you know, in my circles of friends and in my um, yoga studio and all these places, I used to just get people all the time, like, "Oh, you should, you should have a blog." You know, you should share this stuff that you talk about all the time. And so, this is uh, me doing that. I'm not a writer. I've told you guys before, blogging. I tried it. It was just not for me, um, but I am a pretty good talker, and so this is this is my channel and this is my platform to share with you what I can. Um, always just understand that this is just you know my personal experience from everything that I have tried to do, all the efforts that I've put forth in my life, and all of the reading that I've done, because I love to read. I feel like I've read like every self-development book there is. And I'm just kind of combining all of this knowledge that I do have, you know, which is not a lot. I mean, I don't know everything. (laughs) I don't know everything, and I will be the first to admit that. But, you know, what I do know and what I have learned, I am sharing with you in hopes that it Makes your life better too. I just my goal is to reach and impact positively impact people's lives. So, with that being said, I do want to start out today talking about like how do we find more hours in the day? (laughs) How can we become unbusy? I was making notes. If you guys don't know, Um, I don't read word for word. Um, And which is why, you know, there's ums and stuff, but I just feel like it's more authentically me if I just talk to you, like we're just sitting having coffee, which I'm actually doing right now. I am having my coffee with you this morning. Um, But as I was writing notes for this uh, to keep myself on track, I wrote Becoming Unbusy. And then I realized that that actually might be the name of a book that I haven't actually read if it's a real book. Sorry, I'm not trying to rip off anybody's book name. Um, (laughs) If it is a real book, I'm going to be adding it to my very, very long book list because that is one of the many things that I am working on right now, becoming unbusy. So this podcast came because a week ago I was having coffee. There's a theme here, if you haven't noticed. I really enjoy coffee. I was having coffee with another friend at a coffee shop here on the square and ran into another friend, um, you know, and we did that whole exchange. Like I hadn't seen her in like probably six months. And, uh, we did this, the usual exchange. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Oh, busy. You know, you guys, that was me. I was one that was like, Oh, you know, busy. I got to stop, right? Everybody, first of all, we're all busy. Who's not busy, right? So no one's going to feel bad for me. <laughs> we're all busy. Y'all are busy. Um, and she said, and I kind of stumbled a, a second, just for a hot second, because I was like, oh, totally, this word sucks. She was like, man, I hate that word, busy, don't you? And I was like, uh, I do. I actually really despise it. And and it's embarrassing like, to even say it, because... I do think that for like a long time, we kind of prided ourselves on that, you know, wore it as a badge of honor, but all we did was just all suffer from massive fatigue, like physical and mental fatigue and burnout. If you ever had burnout, you guys, it's a whole, whole nother level of tire that comes with irritability and, and literal physical symptoms. For me, it's like autoimmune symptom flare ups and it's Horrible, like running fevers and everything. So who wants that right that's That's not a badge of honor. Being busy sucks. I don't want to be busy. <laughs> um, I function well that way, but I think it's like a coping mechanism again. A therapist would be like you're you're running from something, you're you know you're um looking for ways to fill your days so you don't have to just sit with yourself. I already know. I know. I've been told this before. (laughs) I'm working on it. Anyways, what can we do to remove that word busy from our lives? Let's start focusing on being the literal opposite of that. Let's be unbusy. Um, (laughs) How do we do that, right? I don't know about you guys, but time management has actually always been a bit of a challenge for me. I... I've think maybe have a little bit of undiagnosed ADHD I think probably a lot of people do and I can go down rabbit holes and I can get distracted really easily and so you know obviously the first step in change is recognizing our problems right and admitting to them so I admit that I have time management issues sometimes um, I'm getting better at it and I've Learned a few tricks that I'm going to share with you. Uh, But some of the things are one of the really big things that has saved me some time in the past, and I have shared this before, but it's outsourcing. So if you have it in your budget, I want to say that, to pay for a few services that will save you time and your sanity, you guys do it. Seriously this was really hard for me to accept for a really long time because like I didn't grow up like that. (laughs) If we were physically and mentally capable of doing something ourselves, we did it. Um, Because we were capable and like my parents taught me and my grandparents always taught me rich people get rich because they don't spend their money. Right. (laughs) So we were not rich growing up, but you know, at that time my parents were setting up us and themselves for a more comfortable life. Right. By not wasting all their money. So We cleaned our own house. No matter how busy we were, my mom ran two businesses and still took care of everything at home. Dad renovated our home himself, one room at a time, built his own cabinets and built-ins, right? I even helped, my brother and I even helped my dad put a new roof on our house when I was like 15 years old. So (laughs) that's... That's a little extreme, okay? Don't get up on your house and put a roof on your house. That was probably not safe. Um, <laughs> I've never been on a roof before at that point. But um, anyways, as you all know, we are a product of many things and our upbringing being one of them. So outsourcing anything that I knew how to do myself was an absolute no-no in my household. Um <laughs> So, but anyway, so, but as my husband and I continued to get busier, there's that bad word again, and as we started to take on more things, say yes to more opportunities that we wanted to do, uh, we started to feel the sting of burnout. So for our health and happiness, we decided to create some systems and outsource some things to make our lives easier so when we can come home at the end of the day, we had time to relax and be together and we weren't working all day and then coming home to answer emails and do laundry and fix this and paint that because if y'all know me, we are always working on our house. (laughs) We live in a cute old little fixer upper so there's always something to fix, there's always something to paint, there's always something to be done, right? So we wanted to uh, make sure that we still had time every day and every week for self-care, for rest, for quality time together, and so we wouldn't experience burnout. So here's what we did. I got a whole list of stuff for you. (laughs) I'm going to try to get through it quick because as you guys know, I really like these podcasts to be bite-sized. I'm not one that can sit down and listen to an hour or longer podcast. I need bite-sized, actionable things to listen to in my podcasts that I can listen to in the car on the way to the grocery store or on my quick walk around the block or something. So I try and give you guys that same thing. So, anyways, here we go. First thing we did well, this is not in actually in, in, uh, in any particular order, but it's the first thing I wrote down. <laughs> we got an iRobot. So we have three dogs, and this was like a lifesaver. Probably my husband's favorite purchase ever <laughs> because. He has a little bit of OCD about the floors. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't remember the last time I cleaned my floors because he is the one who every day, like comes home and he just can't stand anything on the floors. The rest of the house can be a disaster, but the floors are always clean in my house. <laughs> but it was time consuming because he would come home every day and it would drive him crazy, and so he would spend, you know, who knows how long, going through every room in our house, every level and swiffering and vacuuming the floors. So we purchased an iRobot and we set it on a timer and it runs twice a day on our main level, which is, you know, where we live most of the time, where our dogs hang out most of the time. And it saved us a ton of time. And boy, is he happy about it. Okay. So if he's happy with it, I'm happy. Um, we still have to clean, you know, we still have to swiffer and and vacuum the other levels in our house, but they don't have to be done daily because they are not where the dogs and all of us really spend as much time. So that was a really big one for us. Very, very happy with that purchase. Uh, we also hired a cleaning person to come a couple of times a month. This was probably the hardest thing for me to get used to. If you've, if, if this is you, tell me if this is you, I feel like I'm not alone. (laughs) For the first few times that she came, I literally spent like an hour or more before she got there cleaning, so she wouldn't think we were messy or gross. (laughs) Which my house isn't gross because we do, we do clean. But um, you know, sometimes things just get away from you, or you know, you have a couple of really busy weeks, and like I said, it gets away from you. Or even if you do have, then at the end of the day, at the end of all of the other things on your list that you've accomplished. You do have a couple hours to clean. Okay, you could clean or you could take care of yourself. So that's where I was at. So two times a month she comes and she just helps me to keep kind of ahead so I don't feel like at the end of the day I'm swamped and living in this, you know, dirty girl's house because I have anxiety. And as I've shared before – I function so much better in a clean and organized home. I am happier. I am more productive. um, I'm just a rock star in a clean and organized space. So that is what works for me. So let me tell you, she was an amazing investment. (laughs) So one of the other things that we did was actually to hire a laundry service. That sounds incredibly bougie. I know that it does. But y'all, we are about to open several more uh, Airbnbs and, you know, on top of all of the laundry that we do for our personal, um, our personal laundry, which by the way, I like doing laundry. That's one of the chores that I never mind doing, but you know, with all the other things going on and all of the laundry that we have in our home, including our own linens and towels and our clothes, you know, that doing that and doing laundry for like seven other houses, that's just not, possible you know I would wear myself out and I'm just simply not willing to do that. So we've recently hired a laundry service that's gonna start picking up loads so that on the busy weeks when our cleaning team and Travis and myself just can't possibly keep up keep up with the turnovers uh, we've got some help so that nobody ever feels overworked or overwhelmed, and that is absolutely worth it to us to um, for our own sanity and to keep our team happy. Um, we also order HelloFresh. Now we've gone like back and forth from HelloFresh to you know doing it ourselves for a little while to doing crockpot freezer meal prep, and you know we've we've over the years kind of uh, done different things and tried out different things. So we're back now to HelloFresh for just a few meals a week that are simple and healthy and that we can cook together because it's really fun quality time. Um, And it's also kind of a fun way to try new things because I don't know about y'all, but when you get busy, you kind of tend to get in this rut of sort of making the same, I feel like we make the same like five meals every (laughs) week. Like one of them is always breakfast dinner. I love breakfast dinner. Like I will eat eggs and bacon all day long. But, you know, you get, you get in a little bit of a rut. So it's kind of a fun way to mix up and make your meals more exciting. This, by the way, is not a commercial for HelloFresh. But if you're listening, <laughs> I could be. Anyways, um, we also downsized our home. And when I mean downsized, I do not mean literally. We have not moved, if you're wondering. Um, but we did. Well, I should say I did. Um, Travis did the garage. (laughs) We purged a ton and we got majorly organized. And I'm telling you, this was like a two-year process and I'm still purging and organizing, but we've come a very long way moving into a minimalist-ish lifestyle. I just recorded an episode about that that released a few days ago. So you can go back and listen to that if you want to hear a little bit more about... um, That's kind of my journey into moving into a little more of a minimal lifestyle because of, you know, choices for my family, this being one of them, trying to become a little unbusy. And you wouldn't believe the correlation between being and feeling busy and having like a really busy home, if that makes sense, a cluttery home. It really did uh, save time. It really did. It's amazing. Um, Anyways, moving on. I also set a timer on my phone for things that could possibly take me down a rabbit hole. (laughs) So um, one thing is maybe researching. If I'm looking for a particular product or a really good price on something for the business or, you know, I don't know what it could be. I can really go down a rabbit hole with that. I can spend, you know, I can overanalyze and I could take something that should take me 45 minutes, an hour, and I could turn it into a three-hour project. I am really good at that. (laughs) So um, stuff like that, stuff like, you know, what, what shouldn't take you that long? Like even like picking up your house, right? Sometimes you go and you set... You go to bring something to its place in another room, and you get to that room, and you're distracted by something, and then all of a sudden, you know, this quick little 30-minute pickup, like that's what we do in the morning. We spend, like, we, we make our coffee, and then before we get going for the day, we kind of just, like, zip around the house and, like, pick up and make sure that, like, the house is picked up for the day and organized. Anyways, um, you know, that could that could take you down a rabbit hole, too. Um, setting a timer on your phone for social media. If you have an iPhone, do you know that there's actually a feature that you can lock yourself out of certain apps, any apps it could, you could choose specific social media or all of them, or even your email, you could have, say your email locks you out at 5 PM. If you don't want to work in the evening, um, my phone is set to allow me for a total of 90 minutes a day. Combined for all of my social media apps. 90 minutes, an hour and a half a day sounds like a lot of time, but if you think about or if you've ever tracked how much time you spend on social media, you guys, a few minutes turns into 30 really fast, right? And if you open up that app a couple times a day, bam, you're there, 90 minutes scrolling and you haven't accomplished anything. So I have 90 minutes a day for all social media that I manage and I manage like nine different social media accounts. So that's me logging in, checking messages, making a post, interacting with followers, and then I'm out uh, doesn't always work out that way. There is unfortunately a a feature where a a timer will pop up and say, you're done for the day. And you can actually hit a button to override that. So you still have to have some self-control. And there are plenty of days when I end up having to override that because I'm like, Oh, I want to post something else. Or, Oh, I want to go look up something on here. You know, we, we tend to use social media for a lot of things, resources. I'll jump on there to ask for recommendations of, you know, granite countertop people. That's one of the things I just did the other day. So self-control <laughs> still is required when it comes to that. But that is a really, really good tool, and it's definitely helped me. I tend to, like, make a game out of it. You know, when you get your alert at the end of the week and it says how much screen time that you have had that week, I like to play a little game and try and beat myself and see how low I can get that number. It's hard. It's hard especially... When we tend to work on our phones nowadays, everything's on our phones, you know, how we order our groceries on our phone. We, um, you know, we check our email, we we check uh, 360 to see, you know, check in on our children. Like we can do anything on our phone. So lowering that screen time is pretty challenging, um, you know, but if you're using it for all those good things, that's one thing. But if you're just using it for a few hours a day to scroll social media, like you could you could run a business in that time, <laughs> you know? So I just said another one that we do, and that is order groceries. Yes, over time, and honestly, this makes me a little queasy because it goes back to how I was raised. Like, if you can do something yourself, why would you spend extra money on it? Um, but Instacart is on my phone. And I sit down every week and I place an instant cart order and it saves me tons of time. I do actually believe that in the long run, it probably saves money. There is fees and delivery driver tips on there. But, you know, if you spent an hour wandering around the grocery store, how many things that you don't need are you going to throw in your cart? add that dollar amount up, right? So it probably, for me, works out being the same because I'm definitely one of those shoppers that like, oh, that looks fun. Let me try that. I'll just throw it in the cart. And then all of a sudden I've like way veered away from my grocery budget and my menu. Uh, So I'm a big fan of Instant Cart. If I do go grocery shopping, I go to Aldi. For several reasons. I do think Aldi's prices are low. I like that Aldi has a really basic selection and so I can get in and out of Aldi much quicker than I can any other grocery store. I appreciate Aldi's uh, sustainable packaging and really have a lot of respect for Aldi's business model. So if I do have to go grocery shopping, that is my go-to. We have also Started to say no to opportunities that require too much time without the financial benefits to match. So, we have always worked multiple jobs. My husband and I, I mean, we both, you know, worked since we were 15, uh, many, many years of that time, multiple jobs, uh, even as fa- recently as this summer, <laughs> on, on top of everything else we did. My husband mowed lawns. He's done it for a long time. Um, he's had just, you know, some sweet little old ladies in the neighborhood that he mows for and a few other people who he started doing it years ago and he just he just kept doing it for them. But this year he's decided that he will no longer be doing that. These are things that we just have to take off of our plate because we can't do everything. So saying no to opportunities that again, take up just too much time without the financial benefits to match. So basically if it's not making you a lot of money and you don't have, you don't find a great deal of joy doing it, or it's taking you away from the things that are important, right? Your family, your self-care, um, the opportunities that are making you money because we need to live. Money is important to live. You know, money does help us live. It's not everything, but it does help us live a little, uh, a little more comfortably, and it allows us, you know, the resources to to live those happy and healthy lives that we are looking for. So it does have to be a priority, unfortunately, and it's something that we have to talk about, even though it makes people uncomfortable. So that is where we're at. <laughs> there is something else that we do need to talk about in regards to outsourcing, like what I just said, it's important that you don't overextend your bank account to outsource everything that you don't want to do, okay? Pick your battles and make good choices still. This podcast is about living happily or happier and healthier via whole wellness, okay? And that does include financial wellness. So I'm not telling anyone to live beyond their means right now. I am a loyal loyal subscriber to Dave Ramsey, the Dave Ramsey method to building wealth. So, um, follow him if you will. And just take what I'm saying, you know, with a grain of salt, because you, if, if you don't have a lot of extra income to do all of these things, you know, pick your battles. So just, just had to add that in there because financial health is a piece of the puzzle that we, that we do need to take care of. So, my friends, that is all that I have for you today. Speaking just a little bit on outsourcing as means to, you know, find a few more hours in our day so that we can take care of ourselves, becoming unbusy so that we have time for self care, for relationships, for the things that really, really matter. All right. So, I hope and pray that this resonated with you and that you were able to find maybe a few suggestions, uh, things that maybe you can implement in your life to make life a little bit easier to work a little smarter and not harder, right? Have an amazing day. Thank you again for listening and we will be speaking to you very soon. Bye. Friends, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me that I can speak to people on a similar journey. If you found value today, please, please, please give it a share on your social media and help me to impact more people. And as always, I greatly appreciate your five-star reviews. Now, my friends, until next time, go spread joy, make good choices, and don't forget that you are a total badass.